0: Eastern Green, Eastern Green. We got music, fun, and games. And a man with three last names. Eastern Green. Eastern
1: Let the music play tonight on Easton McGreen. <clears throat> Sorry, I had to shush you. <laughs>
2: He's so rude.
1: All right, well, I'm not going to start the show like we usually do, because I usually say I'm Kenneth Latham and here's my co-host, but Tish just asked me, why am I the co-host? Right. Well, okay. Here's your host. Kenneth and Tish, and Thank you.
2: I got upgraded tonight, write this down.
1: (laughs) We're your host tonight, and going forward I guess.
2: Kevin's a co-host.
1: Yeah, I guess Kevin is the co-host. Common sense Kevin. And tonight I want to welcome into the podcast, truly, you know, here we're we're going to do music segments with Sean helping us bring in musicians. He says I've got plenty of them that are writing and playing, but I thought why don't we dig into Eastern McGreen mm-hmm. and bring in what really may be the most talented person I've ever seen on a guitar and that, and that says a lot on the guitar and the whole thing and that's my buddy uh Jordan Taylor
3: Thank you thank
1: you
2: welcome that. Jordan
1: welcome to the studios thank you all for having me A lot of you uh, have talked about you know where I grew up Eastern Valley and the core of people that I, that I knew and uh diane rice was one and this is uh her and johnny taylor's son i call everybody by their name diane rice you know the, that's you tish rosser by? i just i just call mm-hmm. them how i know them so this is diane rice and johnny taylor's son um and uh jordan taylor is also just kind of, kind of like my son i feel like i've been raising you for a little while
2: oh gosh i'm sorry call jordan uh, <laughs> jordan <Latham. laughs> jordan jordan
1: will well, it be there's, jordan there's a few more last names. latham holmes <laughs>
2: <laughs> taylor Ross, or smith
1: <laughs> i'm looking forward to you getting caught up on the podcast because the, the three last names that's what we referenced right there so
3: yeah i was just about to ask you that eastern is from eastern valley right yes and then mcgreen it's mcadori mick and then yep. green
1: in greenwood. greenwood yep Figured. yep
2: see he got it <laughs>
1: that's right a lot yeah. of people will ask, What does that come from?" And Common you, sense. Oh God! <laughs> Common sense, Kevin. I <laughs>
2: should have never told him that.
1: Um, and, and again, I, the, what I want to do with musicians <clears throat> when they come on—you just happen to be my friend—but I want to help because I love music. You know, that's what we talk about. This podcast is music, laughter, and love. Well, music's a big part of it, so I want to help musicians come in that I kind of know and. I'm, you know, I know what they're about and tell their story about music. And we were out there earlier talking about um, me and Kevin. We're going, we always have the conversation. When Kevin comes over, my guitar is sitting over there and he'll pick it up and, and I'll pick it up once in a while and do something. And we're like, man, I wish I could do this. Mm-hmm. But you guys, he, Jordan sat and played for a little bit for us. And what you do, and when we watch your left hand on the neck of that guitar, is unbelievable.
2: Like his, I was waiting for his finger to start smoking or something. <laughs> I mean, it all over the
1: place. So, tell everybody how old you were when you first your love for playing the guitar or just our love for music. When did you realize it?
3: I think I always had a love for music and I started really paying attention to it when I was about 6 or 7. And it may sound cheesy, but I used to watch Nickelodeon a lot and there was Drake and Josh. I don't know if y'all know that show.
2: Well, I do, my kids, but yeah. yeah, There was
3: that, you know, the character Drake, he played that red guitar, and I already loved music, and uh, I was riding dirt bikes. I rode dirt bikes from four years old until about eight years old, and when I was seven, I was still riding dirt bikes, but I really started paying attention to music, and so I just, I told my parents one Christmas, right before I was eight, I told them, look, i just want a guitar electric guitar for christmas i don't really want anything else whatever y'all want to get me that's fine but i just i want a guitar my dad was like what uh, well, okay you know he's he's my dad that's that's one centerpiece of the conversation i should uh mention i have a real supportive dad oh yeah and i'm thankful about that because he was very supportive even after i quit taking lessons and still to this day he supports everything i do with music but um, it threw them off so bad. And then, you know, come around Christmas, I get the guitar, and it's Christmas morning, I'm putting the strap on the wrong, and they're like, you got to learn how to play it.
1: There's a picture of yeah. him he showed me where the, the, the strap is too small, and it's, yeah, it's up here hanging on around chest. my neck like a necklace. <laughs> no,
2: I can see that.
1: <laughs> but he was so happy with it. Oh,
3: yeah, I was, I was content with it. and um, So they were like, well, I guess we need to start looking for somebody to teach him." So they, they found a guy and his name's Charles Kleckler. And he's a badass. Um I don't remember where he taught at college after he, you know, quit doing lessons with me. I don't quote me on it, like I said earlier, <laughs> but uh I, yeah. I don't know when he started teaching out of college, but he taught private lessons for a while and people came and went and I just stuck with it. And I think, you know, earlier you mentioned about my fingers. Yeah at first yeah they get really tender i bet and, and there's times you just want to throw it down and quit but when you have a love for music
1: you kind of always come back to it
2: you got to push through
1: well that's hey, what yeah. brian adams said play it until my fingers bled that's right i bet yeah. you saw yours bleed didn't you probably not bleed but i had some blisters huh? for sure
2: <laughs> <laughs> i They're just want at one point
1: i just want to take the opportunity to sing sorry
2: yeah <laughs> So Jordan would be like, "Oh God, <laughs> stick to talking hey, behind a microphone, not singing."
1: Le- he used to let me sing. In his and when you would play at Ford's, oh yeah, you know, and when you talk about your dad, I've sat many times with him at Ford's and at the hangar, and you know, when the the boardroom, would, and he was, he was he was always there. Oh yeah, he was. His dad was like the like at baseball. Okay, yeah, the, the dad that's at the fence mm-hmm. and watching everything out there. That his son does. That's what Johnny was.
2: No, well, let me ask you this. So going back to, like, the dad at the baseball, did he be like well, – I mean, would he be like, Jordan, that's the wrong quarter. Jordan, you're off key. I mean, would he just
3: oh, – okay. No, I mean, not – Because he
0: probably doesn't know. know. But, yeah, I
3: mean, he, he'll put his two cents in for <laughs> okay. sure. He still does to this day. I mean, I've, I'll practice around him, and he might, you know, have an opinion. But it's never anything to beat me down. It's always something like, hey, you know, maybe you should do it a little bit longer. And,
2: oh, that's – to Positive. be
3: somebody, yeah. To be somebody who's listening from the outside, because when you're playing, you know you're caught up on what you're doing, how you're playing, and then singing. And there's a lot going on. So to have somebody give their opinion outside of
1: that, yeah. Uh, whatever you're doing with constructive
2: music, this criticism, is nice. yeah.
1: And this isn't to say that that Diane is not as supportive, because we no. sat with her and her just sitting listening to her little boy sing up there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Y'all yeah. listen to this. Play my play my song, Jordan. Play my song. I mean. <laughs>
2: Yeah. i mean just it,
1: it, super it, proud
2: of her son yeah, yeah.
1: Both, both,
3: of them. both of them are equally supportive of music
2: well that's good yeah. you got to have a good support team for that
1: we were talking earlier um tish mentioned that she has an instrument that she well i mean you you have an instrument that you can can and have learned to play some
2: i can play jingle bells
1: on a violin <laughs> and i just had to talk to many that i can get down here and three chords together so there's no other what do you have other, i've never asked you do you have other instruments that, you, that not you can't not that you've mastered but that you've picked it up and you can play there's a reason i'm asking that
3: at one point i had about every band instrument you could think of i had drums bass guitar i, I mean i still have mics because i sing but i don't have drums anymore i still have a bass amp i don't have a bass but yeah at one point i had a lot of different
1: instruments and i can play drums i can play bass okay i was going to ask you so if, if i've had a bass guitar in here and someone was playing some jam you could pick it up and play it
3: absolutely yeah
1: what about a piano
3: i play a little bit of piano but not enough to sit in with the musician and them tell me hey you're going to be in the key of e let me just go right on there and play it out i mean but i can play
2: i can play the piano
1: can you i wish i could man
3: now my mom, she used to be very good at piano. She used
2: uh, to be I remember her taking
1: piano so. lessons.
2: Yeah.
1: Back when we were little. Yeah, she used to play like Beethoven and all wow. kinds of different stuff. Yeah. Wow. So I she guess she needs
2: I, to redo it so y'all could be like a.
3: I know. I've told her little that. Little band, before, you
2: know
3: Like, hey, why don't she try to an Eastern Green head? Symphony? <laughs> <laughs> we got a,
1: Kevin. We got a violin player. People with golden voices like you and I. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but
2: well, I, let me tell you something else. Okay. So in high school, in seventh grade, I played the flute. So <laughs> was it in
1: band or was it? It just was in on band. The- what, yeah. what chair were you? Um, you, didn't, you didn't know I knew that term, did you? No, I
2: don't know why you know that, but
1: <laughs> first was the best, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, first chair.
2: Mm, I never got to first. I was second, and third sometimes.
1: All right. Well, that's
2: not terrible. A B. I mean, well, let let me say this: I was second and third, but I think there was only three of us. So, I mean, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't ever tell anybody that part. Just say I was second chair. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie; like but, I wasn't great. But, but but then you know what? If you let if she let somebody know that, it's going to be like, oh, you can play. We'll pick it up and play. <laughs> and we were having that discussion earlier about you playing back when. Um, Karen and I were about to move here we had an apartment over in 280 yeah. and we were going to your gigs all the time and you know when yeah. you got close you, he actually worked with me for a while really yeah he worked yes, it, sir. Yeah, yeah. he worked in the hot summers at Bragg with me kind of part time and then cutting cut rubber that's <laughs>
0: right
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I said now nah, we're just hanging at the pool one weekend he, and I said come on over he goes I don't know man I said man I got a good idea look I'll bring my guitar down there and I think he hung up the phone on me, <laughs> and it was there in probably 20 minutes. And you were talking about the love you have to. to it's, it's obvious, and people will hear what we heard, and in hear just a little bit. But the love you have for music, you you said you would just go, you know, you would just go, and you know, if you were hanging with the people and you were having fun, you were having that kind of audience. Yeah,
3: absolutely. I mean, I like you just said, I love playing for people. Um, I, I get a kick out of it. Cause there's been several times where, well, let me back up. When like I we were talking about before the podcast, when you do something organically, no matter what it is in life, when it's organic and you, it just occurs naturally, you can't beat that. Um, so when you sit down with a guitar and you start off with two people, and you close your eyes and there's 25 people around you and you open your eyes and you're like, whoa, how'd that happen?
1: Yeah. And it just makes
3: you feel good. It's a That's confidence
1: Very booster. cool. <clears throat> yeah, it does. But this, here's a, it's not a debate, but I'll have this with some people and I'll say, I really, I really wish I could just get better. Now, you can do anything and get a little better. If you can do something repetitive over and over and over, you get better. Sure. But some people are born with it. Your, your, your mom told me one time, I don't know if it was your mom or your dad, but that they would look back in the backseat to the mirror and they would have some music on. And before you ever got a guitar, I mean, I'm I'm just making this up. I remember her telling me that they would see you back there, like you were playing, like you were playing the air guitar. I'm I'm sure.
3: Yeah, Yeah. I I thought you were going to when I was a baby. My mom used to. I think I am. Have me crying in the car, just screaming, screaming, screaming bloody hell, and she'd put on like (laughs) some Shania Twain or (laughs) ACDC, and I'll just stop, (laughs) just right then and there, and she was like well that works
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: he likes music that shut
0: him up
1: but I don't I think no matter how hard me and you not just from today but if we were teenagers and we tried and tried and tried some people were just born with something yeah. that's a little different well it's a gift yeah it is a gift I mean I, I'm sure you consider it that way absolutely a God given gift yeah
2: no I'm just saying you probably ought to, I can't hear him turn his microphone up
1: oh what about now I
2: don't know. what about now that's better <laughs> Same thank you <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> but
3: yeah it's a it's a god-given gift and I, I still you know i thank god every day for it
1: yeah you're good at it well, you are thank it's
2: you. you're very talented
1: we're, we're going to dip into something else once you listen to the podcast some you'll see we have a lot of game nights this is not a game night for say But the other night I asked you, I said, look, I want to come up with some stuff that people Jordan's age listen to, like we did when we listened to or saw Alice or Three's Company. Not kid shows, adult shows that kids watched. And uh, her daughters, I don't know if you know uh, Kennedy and Jordan. (coughs) I do. Okay. Well, I said, ask them because they're about the same age, roughly, 25 or whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So they sent me this long list of stuff, and I started listening to it last week, and I was like, these are all kid shows. Like, every one of them were kid shows, and the games that we would play would be adult shows. Remember Chips? Mm -hmm. How we knew Chips and Little House on the Prairie and stuff? These were adult shows that we grew up on. And I don't know if you guys had that. Did, Did you have adult shows that you watched? Maybe it was because adult shows got bad then
2: they got a little risqué i guess
1: yeah like Just as y'all were grown up adult shows yeah. that you all watch yeah um uh,
2: not off the
3: top of my mind i mean there was certain stuff that you would hear and cling on to but like brady bunch yeah well like so you mean tv shows yeah yes. TV shows. yeah absolutely yeah i mean well, do you know the cast? there was a lot of kid stuff like you're talking about yeah i get what you're saying now yeah i don't know about how much adult stuff yeah.
1: there was out how many of the brady's can you name I want to see how far this goes down the line. I can absolutely (laughs) name none of them. You can't name any of the Bradys? No. Not one? No. What about Gilligan's Island? Nope. (laughs) This was my point. This is the youngest person that's been on the mics here. I know Robert brought Vivian. Right. And she was on the mic a little bit and played a little bit during our messed up Christmas version. (laughs) We botched that one. Or the Jeffersons. You don't know any of the Jeffersons? No. I couldn't name them, but I've seen the shows before
2: my kids couldn't either that's just it that i, I mean know. They don't. And, and that's
1: okay that you don't know it but i just i was hoping to have some things i could play some music and, and have him recognize it but they were all little kid like that i carly do you know what i carly is oh yeah there's an i carly <laughs>
2: i gave him a list of yeah. things well, like Started. i told
3: y'all earlier drake and josh yeah i saw the good. that was on
2: one that was on the list
3: that was on nickelodeon yeah, and uh, that was that was a kid show for the most part. Well,
2: I asked Jordan about it, and she gave me a few, but then the main one, and I couldn't believe it, I didn't even think about it was Hannah Montana.
3: Yeah, I didn't really watch that too much growing kind of up. Kind girly, but, but, but yeah, but I mean, I still watched it if there was nothing on yeah. Hannah Montana. <laughs> yeah,
1: That's So Raven. Yeah, I
3: loved That's So Raven. <laughs> <laughs> I See, never...
2: um,
1: <laughs> um. Austin and Alley?
2: Austin and Alley. I can't remember. I've never
1: really watched that at all. I
2: don't really remember what that one was about. There was another one, something about Charlie. What was that? Good,
1: good Luck Charlie.
2: Remember Good Luck Charlie?
1: I think I was a little bit older for that one when it came out. Well, that's my point. They didn't have nothing to go to, like.
2: they didn't have a big staple. But you got to realize, though, when we were growing up, we only had like four channels. And, and with our kids.
1: Yeah, there was nothing designated for us except for Saturday morning yeah and yeah, they got
2: robbed right. you know we got robbed from that too
1: but they got robbed of the best cartoons yeah they did but what, what was your favorite cartoon
2: growing up yeah mm,
3: probably not a not any of the nickelodeon or disney show stuff it was probably like um growing up i watched a lot of land before time and like that that's really young though i guess when i'm about eight or nine i'm watching Yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. There's no designated stuff for us. Like, there's nothing to. That's
1: why I'm so impressed by what we were talking earlier. That Jordan's an old soul. Yeah. He, he's 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 heavy blues. Mm-hmm. I listen. I've heard you do some Hank Jr. What's the song I used to love to sing with you? Outlaw women. Outlaw women. Oh yeah, I still we're, play it. I love it. Hey, we're gonna play that a little bit, kid. We do. We're not for copyright reasons. When I I would have you do an outlaw women right now, except for game you game. know, yeah. Although we have broken copyright rules,
2: I <laughs> mean, somebody famous or that knows their stuff would have to listen to us to to yeah, be like, right. "Wait a minute, that's not right."
1: Oh, but <laughs> that's, that's a cool. good song. That women, absolutely. like yeah. so, I guess that three of y'all, y'all that can sing it. Like, sing it. Well, look, um, I wanted—I think I did this little bit of TV show thing to show how young this guy is. But when we, we're going to take a break here in a minute, and then Jordan's going to come with some original stuff that he's done did you work on that this week? I did. That was your homework?
3: Yeah. I worked on it. The original stuff I really don't have to work on as much because when you have original stuff you're the artist that wrote it and you can kind of do other stuff if you want but when you play covers it's good to stick to the roots of what you know.
1: That's right. We're going to hit our ad right here uh, from the Hanger Bar and Grill and then we're going to come back with Jordan and some of his music and another game Not a game, but the title of this show is No Regrets, and we're going to talk about some regrets. (laughs) We'll be right back. Today's episode of Eastern McGreen is brought to you by Eddie Weber and the fine folks down at the Hangar Bar and Grill. Folks, the Hangar is my absolute number one place to go for great food, an adult beverage or two, and live music. The hangar's located right in the heart of Eastern McGreen Country, right there on the runway at the Bessemer Airport. And guys, with warmer weather on its way soon, that's where the hangar really stands about above everybody else. The outdoor venue, both family and pet friendly, is just a wonderful place to sit down for a warm evening, a cool drink, some great food, and listen to some of the best live music you'll hear in the Birmingham area, I promise. Come join me at the hangar for a sunset that you'll never forget and a great time. The Hangar Bar and Grill. President Duncan Latham Holmes tested and approved. All right, here we are. We're back. Had a little discussion outside. Jordan, you ready to play some uh, <coughs> fancy little lick for us here?
3: Bring it on, man.
1: I asked you, this was his homework. I said, I want. There's a medley I want you to play later, one that just drove me insane. He was starting to play early, I had to cut him off.
2: Oh, that's why, okay. Yeah,
1: so I had to to cut you off there. I wasn't being rude, like, no, I don't want to hear that, because it was good. But this is uh, some original music from Jordan Taylor. Jordan, tell me about this song, what's the name of it, and what, you know, just tell me a little bit about it, and then you hit it at at your choosing.
3: This, call, this song is called As She Please. Um, I don't really know what it's about, to As, she As She Please? As She Pleased.
1: As She Pleased?
3: Please. Just. As She Please. As
1: She Please, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I
3: don't really know what it's about. I just, I wrote it when I was probably 18. Came up with this really cool guitar riff, and I was like, wow, that, that could turn into something. And Sometimes you write something, and it's like you have the basics of the guitar down, and then you just start having lyrics flow through your head, because you already hear the melody. Yeah. Going on. And that's how this song kinda of went together. Um but yeah, it's a cool little catchy song that I wrote called As She Please. Well, As this is Jordan Taylor
1: from Easter McGreen, As She Please. Go ahead, buddy. Mm-hmm.
2: Clapping.
1: <laughs> 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 I, I got one question. Why have I never heard you do that? Have I you? Don't know. Have you done that's that at your question. gigs?
3: Yeah, I'm sure I've done it at one
1: of them. It's incredible.
3: It's not a regular thing to play my originals at a gig, though. If
1: you were, if you were listening to that, and I'm, and I'm being serious right now, I'll, if he weren't sitting here right now, I'd say, if you heard that on Spotify, or if I'd you heard that it. being played,
2: yeah, I'd buy it. i well, good enough. <laughs> so I have to just say this. Yep. Because you said it's as
1: she please. Yep. As she please.
2: That's what I said.
1: Okay. So. I,
2: but at first I heard as she sleep. As she sleep.
1: As she That's
2: a good
0: name for the song.
3: No.
2: As she sleeve. sleeve Yeah. Got an as she um, That's what I heard. <laughs> that's like we're gonna jam with the light <laughs> on also that's a whole
1: podcast a long time ago now Jordan here's a segment of this show that I've given these guys some homework on but you can interject anytime because this is just a freestyle conversation okay that's what this show is and the name that by the time you are to this the show is called no regrets so I, I called Tisha the other day and said, listen come up with a regret that you have in your life. Not not a I wish I wouldn't have said this to this person or, or, or you know, just something that's
2: Yeah, I don't have that regret ever, but some yeah. A lot of,
1: or something <laughs> something deep. You know what I'm saying? I wish I would have never committed that sin or something, you know, not that hard. But just some regrets that you you had. I mean Kevin, did you come up with yours? You did? And Tish, I know you said you did. I
2: didn't I told him he said mine was goofy. So I wanna hear what yours is, is so I can roast you about it.
1: <laughs> no roasting here this is just hey he's
2: he's only roasted me he said i, I, didn't, roast, roast you. I didn't roast you i just said that's a little weird. no he said
1: well it's well, tish so, that's goofy yeah. goofy whatever kevin Same what thing. you got just the, the and you knew the parameters the regret so yeah the only regret i had really was shutting the, my shop now or oh, uh, bns yeah about the only, you know, looking back. Yeah. But it is what it is. God's got me where he wants me. So, hey, you know, it's a, lot, just, it's a long way to look at it. I'm just glad that your shop was, was there. Yeah. I work with, uh, Kevin hired me. I've worked solid from 18 years old up until now. I've never gone a day without except right after 9-11, and I lost my job. I didn't know what I was going to do. Like, I've done the same thing forever. And Gavin said, I need, I need a salesman. Come over and do this. Now, I wasn't there long. It was three or four months until I got back into what I was doing. But because you had that company, you yep. you and Tish bridged the gap for me. Yeah, I've always been thankful for that. So as much as you would regret not having it, I'm thankful you did. Yeah. Well.
2: Well I can't poo poo on that, can I? No. No. Like, okay, we're firing him. Like that yeah. is just it. Well
1: <laughs> that's just common sense, Kevin. Oh Jesus.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Pete.
1: Yeah, he's been named Common Sense Kevin. you as you go and listen, Jordan, as you listen to this podcast, he's sometimes most of the times he's the sense of reason around right here. Mantish or madness and yeah.
2: Goofy <laughs> as I was mm, called. <laughs> yeah, well.
1: well what was your regret? Shoe fits, wear it.
2: I do. Um, so you know, after I had back surgery when I was thirteen, when I got a little older I was very self conscious of the scar on my back and I really, really just wanted to get like a a tattoo on that scar, like a vine growing up my back with flowers coming off of it or something. You know to the <laughs> We <laughs>
1: said I was goofy. <laughs> do you agree? <laughs> well,
2: that's a, but I mean, I really, I really wish I would have done that. Right now, it doesn't bother me. L-
1: let me say this, but, and maybe I didn't put all the parameters on it, but I probably meant more of a regret that you can't go back and, and, and even you kind of nailed that. You, you can't go back and do it. You could go up in a, another shop, sure, but not the one you had. Right. That's gone and it's done. But you could still get tattoos of vines on your back. I'm not saying you should go do it. (laughs) 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 I'm over
2: all of y'all. But you could. Not you, Jordan, you're good, but these two. um... But you could do it.
1: I could do it. You could rectify it. I could. I think that was the.
2: Then I have no regrets.
1: We'll, we'll take up a fundraiser, and if we can get enough to pay for the vines on her back. Kevin said Kevin I can't said, get a tattoo unless it's it. on
2: the bottom of my foot. Yeah,
1: For a while there, she was like, hey, I want a tattoo. <laughs> so was finally one. one day I said,
2: all right,
1: you can get it. but you get it where I tell you to? She's like, okay. <laughs> where can, she got all giddy. Where can I get it? I said, on the bottom of your <laughs> foot. <laughs> She's like, well, nobody will see it there. I said, I know. It is what it is. What is yours. Well there's two and I'll just do one quickly to lead you into it I love Randy Travis you're probably not Randy Travis country didn't do nothing for you right not really I would assume not it's not in the same I've heard of him but I don't really listen to him that much I just did I see you snarling over here Mm -hmm. but I I just Randy Travis was the me at 18 years old and that country music is what I loved and I thought well I'll go see him one day I'll, I'll catch a concert here and I've seen Hank Jr. and I've seen Clint Black, I've seen the ones I wanted to go see, but I didn't go see him. And then he had this major stroke or whatever he had, mm-hmm. and he's not going to perform anymore. So that's one I have. <clears throat> now, the biggest one I had, and it got rectified a little bit, was we talked about when you were uh, playing at the pool over the, the apartment for when before me and Karen moved back to McCullough.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, we were sitting around playing, and we'd already been coming to your shows at ford's and everywhere and listen to you play and you'd already been over to the pool and played for us and and i said uh we loved your blues we, we loved the blues sound that you did and we we're like i want to go hear some blues where can we go hear blues around here and just some random dude laying over beside his tanning over there he goes y'all ever been to gipps and i was like i don't even know what you're talking about <laughs> like what are you talking about he goes, I really
3: y'all didn't even know what gipps was at that
1: well I did at the point where you went with us when we we'll get to in a minute yeah but at, at that point just probably three weeks before you went with us I had no idea what Gipps was I did not know that as a matter of fact I've been playing pool with his aunt Michelle
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: Well, I used to play with Tish but she quit because she she's not going to play a game that she can't win
2: that's all not true that is
1: true she is played pool true. all the time but she couldn't win so she quit playing <laughs> well me and Michelle play a lot she's it, it's, well, it's, you,
2: you have to s- explain, though, you're playing it on an uh, app on your phone. Oh, yeah, that's
1: right, we're playing on a phone.
2: Yeah, they're not like going <laughs> yeah, to the pool hall.
1: Yeah, Mich- <laughs> Michelle lives down in Mobile area, so, so we don't really physically play pool. But I told her, I said, hey, I said, by the way, Jordan is going to be on uh, uh, the podcast. She goes, what's he going to do, sing? I said, yeah, sing and talk about our trip to Gibbs. And she was like, what's Gibbs? <laughs> and she grew up I in this can, area, too. Going back to that guy saying, go to Gipps. I was like, where is this at? He goes, it's over in Bessemer. I said, Bessemer? Man, I grew up in Eastern Valley. What were you talking about? Well, Gipps is over there off Dartmouth Avenue and, you know, in a place that, listen, I, this ain't oh, black, black and Lips, white. But, yeah, it, it's just a place where you know, whites didn't go and and then, you know, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a I'll racial thing. And you hear, you know, bad things going over there. And I thought, well, that's kind of makes me nervous. And he goes, oh, man, dude, just go. You know, figure out where it's at and go. And then we went, and when we saw what happened there and the kind of music that was being played there, and there was just blacks and whites hanging out together and grilling burgers, and then when they bring Gip down, did y'all ever meet him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We did, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And they would they would kind of bring him down. He was getting older in years when we went. This was like 2018. And me and Karen had our picture made with him. Here's our picture.
2: Look at y'all. Mm-hmm. Wow, there's
3: Gibbs. I remember too at Gipps. They used to have a saying. I remember somebody said, That's a good picture. Yeah. Somebody said it, and I'll never forget it. The only thing that, the only color
1: that mattered at Gipps Place was the color green. Money. Money. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I mean, it th- makes sense. <laughs> I would like to know the list of people that came through Gipps over the years. They said, I, I heard Keith Richards stopped in to play there. Yeah. Backing up me because it was at, before it closed down, <clears throat> before. When Mr. Gipp died, it was the oldest running juke joint in the country. Really?
2: Well, how long had it been running, though? Oh,
1: for I, 60 years, probably. Yeah. How did
2: we never hear about this?
1: That's that's what I'm saying.
2: How like how did we never, ever know about this until we were in our 30s?
1: I know. And that's the conversation I had with Karen at that table out there. We're sitting out there and just jamming. and I said, I've got two regrets. And I told her, Randy Travis. And that I never knew about this place. That I never knew this kind of music and this kind of fun, and this kind of people, you know, getting along, and and just and then meeting. I can't even do justice given the stories of Gip and what all he's, what he accomplished to keep that place there. Yeah,
2: and he. I think he went through a lot of
1: legal problems and stuff.
2: Yeah, grief and heartaches and just yeah. yeah, but.
1: And, and, I, and, and, but he loved getting out there with the with with the people. Yeah. So Karen came up with an idea one day. She goes, Hey goes, she goes, why don't we take Jordan out there?" She said, "Why don't we take Jordan?" So I called him up and said, "Hey, let's let's go to Gibson. You've never been, right?"
3: I completely heard about it. Yeah, I knew where it was and what it was, and I was like, "No, I've never been."
1: So let's I go. "Yeah," I told him about the the music and the blues and the sound and just what it was. He goes, "Man, yeah, I'll go with you." And he goes, "You think they'll let me play?" And I said. Dude, there's a good chance they, yeah, but they might. Let's let's see what happens when we get there. So you get there, you, you pay for an armband, Remember, you get an mm-hmm. armband. You bring your own drinks if you want.
2: Be wise. They don't
1: sell anything. Yeah. And uh, but
2: burgers or something. Oh yeah,
1: they yeah. And the best. That's it's the best cheeseburger I've ever had. And, I'm, and I promise you, cheeseburgers and pizza. That's my food to go to. And that's probably why I'll die early. But. <laughs> it was it was some of the best food I mean I think maybe I was caught up in the music or whatever but it was really I so the I music it. helped the food <laughs> <laughs> no it really was fantastic I promise but uh so we get down there and we're and we're, and we're playing we're Jordan sitting down and uh, and we're listening we're just jamming at the table well I walked I told you the other day I, said, I need to get this story right in my mind the way it happened and we walked up and met the, the people that were either gonna go on break or come off of or whatever and we, and you introduced yourself and said, "Hey, I'm Jordan. Is there any way I can get up and play with you?" And what do you think they said? They were like, "Yeah, man. Yeah, get up here and get up here and play with us, you know. And we'll, we'll call you up in a minute." Well, sure enough, they bring him up there, and I can't remember what you were playing. I, I think it was, uh, it was either Leonard Skinnerd. I think it was Simple Man, and uh, it was Simple Man. Something
3: else that was a blues song. Yeah. I can't remember exactly what it was.
1: And the place y'all was going crazy and this was at the break time and the wow. pl- and the place is going well i'm I'm down there and uh and i'm just filming him just like i was earlier you yeah. know i was just filming it just so i could have it and take some pictures and stuff of him doing it and uh this is the part you don't know but karen tell it because this is ridiculous this is classic me gip walks up to me and says you know him because i'm filming him he mm-hmm. goes you know him i said yes sir i'm I brought him here tonight. He said, You brought him here? And I said, Yes, sir. And he goes, Get up here and talk in a minute. Oh boy. Get up here and talk. That's the worst thing he could have done. <laughs> well, I mean, it, really, it really was. Because of course at that moment I was just I was wanting it for Jordan. Right. But all of a sudden, get up here and talk. Well then I go into my spill. This is Jordan Taylor and he's a friend of mine and we're happy to be here. And I'll tell you, we love this place and what it means and everybody's just like <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Felt like I was running for senate, <laughs> got the crowd in your hands <laughs> and everything. <laughs>
2: oh my
1: God! But but when he came when he came off the stage, uh, somebody came and got you, and told so well, me this Gip is, wanted this is to where, talk to me yeah he said get wanted to talk to him. Yeah. So tell you, said, you you started to tell me the other day, and here's what he was going to say, and I said save it, I don't ever want to know. And, and and it goes a lot deeper than this and you'll see it in a minute. But tell me what you and Gip talked about at that moment.
3: Well, uh, I'll hop off the stage and I'm just thinking it's over and then one of it I don't
1: want to Well one one of this, like, like it's his like it's like entourage. Yeah, that, that yeah. They, they get back and forth and they Yeah. They're watching out for it.
3: They me. come up to me and they're like, Hey, uh, Gibbs wanted to say something to you just real short. And I'm like, Okay And uh I walk up to him and he's got his chair turned around. I guess he was, you know, watching me play. And I walk up to him. Uh, He was very old, and some of the it was loud in there, and some of the stuff um, I couldn't make out. But I remember him telling me, you know, young man, you're you're really good. You got a good voice. And he told me you you got the mojo, and that's the part I'll never forget. He was like, you got the mojo. Wow. And uh, I was like, wow. You know, I was just kind of taking everything in that. He was saying because he's a very wise old man and he's seen a lot he knows how to play yeah and he has a major understanding of what the blues is mm-hmm. and i do on my own time listen to a lot of you know Mi- mississippi delta blues and o- older guys like um of course bb king or burnside buddy guy um, just all of them i mean all the blues players i would just take it all in yeah i, I just when he told me that when you have a seasoned blues player tell you you got the mojo that's a good compliment yeah it is i don't think it wow. really gets better
1: than that. yeah the, 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 i just showed these guys a picture that i've told jordan to bring that his grandmother brenda uh, mm-hmm. you know johnny and michelle's mama she, she would obviously follow his music, too. I mean, I, I sat with her many times up there, and, you know, with her and Johnny and just watched you play. And she, I took that picture out of several pictures on my phone just yeah. of Jordan that night. And that one was just, that That picture there was just, that was just like a, a an old soul singer mm-hmm. talking to a protege of an mm-hmm. old soul singer. Yeah, the cool thing about that picture
3: right there that's sitting on the floor is that, you know, He's elevated from where I am. He's sitting in a chair, and I'm kneeling down at this man. Yeah. Yeah. He's on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just taking in everything he's saying. And and like I said, it was loud in there, and he was older, and, you know, some of the stuff I couldn't make up, but I was paying attention very well. I mean, even to his mannerisms. I mean, I can't sit here and describe it, but I remember being there. Just in awe. Talking to me. Yeah. Just in awe. As, As a. Student of music and blues, and just want to yeah. learn
1: everything you can. It's like, wow, wow. And, and this is cool! Yeah, and, and me, I'm
3: glad y'all took me out there. Well, because I, I don't I, think I would have.
1: It was supposed to happen. I mean, that yeah. was that was Karen, you know. I've always said Karen and Kevin are alike, and me and you were alike, they're, <laughs> they're wiser. <laughs> we're just <laughs> and, goofier. fear. And, and Karen said, You need to take Jordan out there. Yeah, and I was like, Good call, uh, Karen. Yeah, yeah, and um, I don't know. I, I, the regret I had for not ever knowing was there was rectified in that night yeah. through you and just seeing that happen.
3: Yeah, yeah, I kind of regret not going there ever yeah. because it, it's not around anymore, and I hate that.
1: Let's take one more break, and then you're going to have a little musical ditty that I've requested from you that sent me on fire one night in one of its closings. <laughs> you guys are going to love it. We'll Can't right, wait. We'll be right back. Now I, I told Jordan, I said, look, I got two bits of homework for you. Bring me some original music, which was fantastic. Yes. And I said, there was one, It was a medley you played one night. And matter of fact, I had you play that at work for people. Do you remember the day you were sitting in the office? I said, Y'all got to listen to this guy play. I do, because I was like,
3: Oh man, last hour I'm getting to play guitar. (laughs) It's almost five (laughs) o'clock.
1: And I had heard it like two nights before. I said, You got to come play this medley. And this is where I'm going to go ahead and just break copyright rules. Okay, there's copyright rules where you're not supposed to play other people's music and, you know. So we're just going to go ahead and say, they you don't own the rights to these lyrics that you're Absolutely gonna play. Absolutely not. Think
3: yeah. once everybody hears it,
1: yeah, you're know it. yeah. Some pretty famous people own the rights to this. That's and fine. Then, and then we'll give them their credit afterwards. But this music meant a lot to me because it just got me on fire to go hear Jordan. And I'd like you to go ahead and just play that medley for us right now, and Kevin. Just just nod at me when you know who these people are. Uh.
0: That's alright with me. That's alright now, Mama. Tell me, anything, please. That's alright. That's alright. alright now, Mama. Anyway, you do. Mama, she done told me it means to son that girl you're fooling with she ain't no good for you that's alright Train comes rolling round again. 'Cause I ain't seen the sunshine since I.
1: Kidding That's me? Good. Wow! <laughs> I mean, hello, do that, again.
2: that is so good. Like, <laughs> th-
1: and go ahead and just give our shouts out to one Elvis Presley and Johnny Cash. Oh yeah, and, and, Elvis Presley yeah. and Johnny Cash. And, and I think so, you know what? I don't care about cotton. If Elvis and Johnny Cash were sitting here and listen to that, they'd be like, "Go, boy. you I'd, go, kid. Do, you got that joke. That dude's feeling, do feeling what, I, what I was feeling when I was driving it.
2: Yeah. Wow.
3: yeah uh people really like when i mix those two songs up because you're in the key of
1: e you're already doing the same strum pattern so why not but you you gave another reason when we were talking about on the phone the other day you said that when you're closing out or when you're playing something that people can get lost out there if you don't do something yeah yeah once once you
3: are on stage and you kind of have the crowd in your hands not have have them in your hands so to say but when you have their full attention as soon as you stop playing that gives them an opportunity to go look at the bar you know look at that girl that i've been checking out but when you keep playing that keeps their eyes locked on you yeah mm-hmm. so when you instead of stopping and going to a next song you just keep playing you just keep mm-hmm. playing and, and
1: do some fill-ins with the guitar interesting Make it spicy
2: spicy yeah.
1: but when he was bouncing back and forth that first time i ever heard him with yeah. elvis and johnny cash and that and the way yeah the way he mixed it in i was just like man I, that's what i want people to hear i want people to experience what i heard then and i, I hope y'all enjoyed it i know yes. you did i, was just, yeah. I hate <laughs> i have
2: not heard that before just like you, you had not gone to gibbs before why well, i have <laughs> not heard that before
1: yeah. tell, tell me tell everyone you know obviously by the time people hear it now if you're playing somewhere this weekend it won't mesh but tell me tell them some of the places you're playing right now and then as what, what we'll do is start promoting it a week ahead and also on our eastern green page but just give yeah. a, a, a mention to some of the places you're playing right now and you know what are you up to um right now i'm not up to a lot
3: i don't really have any gigs coming up or anything like that uh, before the new year i played at uh bifo brady's in helena that's what i saw most of the time it's a very cool bar yeah. I'm, I'm sure i'll play there again um i don't really play at the hangar too much uh like i used to i used to play there every wednesday but um
1: well we need yeah, to work on that yeah I don't he said that. well <laughs> that's, that's the sponsor of our show so maybe maybe we got some pull to make that happen again i mean you know or if you don't have a lot of, what's going on at home when you're practicing because you told me the other day i said uh, i want you to play this I, I used to love to hear you this And he goes kenneth he goes i'm not you would never say this but you said man i've gotten so much better how much time have you spent because i i hear it differently now i mean you i'm I'm amazed more now than i was then and i was pretty damn amazed then well since
3: then i've played with a lot of different people um gotten to play out a lot more but playing at home yeah you you experiment with yourself a lot um with your sound and i'm not gonna lie uh as of 2022 i remember in december you know i was like maybe i should take a little month break away from music because I feel like a break is important. Anything can get stale. If you ever do it, it can start feeling like a chore. Yeah. And uh, to keep something fresh is important, no matter what you do. Yeah.
2: It's funny you say that, because I was going to ask you. Have There have been times where you're just like, I'm just over this guitar. Like, oh. we're not meshing right now. I need to put you away. And I've talked just... about
3: quitting before.
2: Well, just don't. absolutely
3: quitting. Yeah, yeah well, don't, but because that's stupid. <laughs> 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 I don't think I'm going to quit anytime soon. I don't think I ever will, but... You know that thought definitely has occurred in my mind before i, I don't know that. about other musicians and stuff but there has been a point where i'm like oh you know maybe i should just do it for fun just stop playing places but and then your logical thinking comes in it's like well i've been playing since i was eight why would i do that yeah why
2: would i just but you know that? they do say that if you're doing something and you stop having fun at it, then it's it's like a job. Then and you're not going to want to continue to do that. So yeah. you got to keep having fun. There's a lot of people out there that need to hear you. So
1: can't stop. And, and me and all of us are talking. I remember Kevin. We were saying that is just a flat gift of God. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I so mean, you dying. got
2: something that most people don't have.
1: So you, you, I mean, and, and you acknowledged it as well. you like you thank you. Just, you said I thank him every day for it. Yeah, thank God every day for it. I don't know where the singing came
3: from i know that you know playing guitar i took lessons and i was taught but singing i never thought i'd
1: be able to sing at all and that's a, and that's something i don't even talk about i i I always talk about because I'm, I'm mesmerized what he's doing with that guitar but his singing is so natural with it it's almost like yeah. you expect to hear it yeah when you hear music that good you expect to hear it that well and yeah you're you're, you're you know Come, come, and we're here in a minute. Listen, listen to and do some Stevie Ray Vaughan. Listen to and do some, some Leonard Skinner. Let, let, you know he he will cover people in a different way that's just unique in its own.
3: Yeah. But uh, I'm I'm thankful for my voice too. I have a very dynamic voice. I can go from singing Led Zeppelin to like I was just playing Elvis or Johnny Cash or play the Black Keys. So I'm not very limited. i can i can go to a lot of different stuff for material
1: a lot of different ranges yeah and and so awesome and saying all that you know the name we talked about our regrets and stuff i would be heartbroken years down the road now if i ever heard you say i regret not doing that i regret not doing that so there's there's things that i
3: regret not doing uh with music in the past yeah um to kind of correlate with what y'all were talking about, regrets that y'all have had before, I, I regret not taking myself seriously as a younger person, younger man, like right before 21 or 20 years old, I just, you know, thought life was just a party yeah, all the time. But you can't go back and change it. Like you are saying, you got to live and learn. Yeah. And I think that's the miracle of getting older. You get wiser. Yeah. You get a lot wiser.
2: Yeah. And you're
1: 25. You got yeah. a lot
2: more wiseness yeah. to go.
1: <laughs> I mean, the, the three of us sitting around at this table are double. You know, we're, we're twice your age. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. my kids. Yeah. You're, you're a year older than my kids. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that's a. But, and, and it's a message to all of us. It is, is is to don't let regret something you could have done. Not just music, but something you could have said. Something you could have reached out and done when it was when it's on your heart go do it
2: or that tattoo
1: or that tattoo yeah get that tattoo you've been wanting. <laughs> i think you want that tattoo
2: i've been wanting a tattoo for a long time just like i'm 50 now so well sean bunn is gonna
1: have us <laughs> i just my. Oh, yeah i had the same thought, know.
2: what what
1: <laughs> i just Taylor. i just yeah
2: so i'm not getting a tattoo on the bottom of my foot if that's what you mean
1: okay we're we're gonna have music segments on this and Sean Bunn do you know Sean Bunn absolutely okay well he's gonna kind of bring on people like I brought on today but you know he's gonna have a tough time you know not that I'm gonna compare everybody but you know I think I I, but I didn't have to dig far I just have to know him
2: (laughs) what you're saying is you've set the bar very
1: high I have set the bar very high but we're gonna have musical nights and on those nights I'd love for you to come by, even if if somebody else on here doing the same thing, come here and maybe play with them. I would Take love to be here and talk with them. I mean, there's you know, uh I'm gonna leave it up to Sean now because I'm running out of musical friends. I mean, <laughs> well, got,
2: and I, it could be a good connection for you. Yeah. You just never know, Sean Bone. Well, whoever he might bring on. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, Sean
3: Bone. I love him. He's a great guy.
1: Yeah, he's, he's a hoot. He is and he's you know musically talented and, yeah. and, and and pretty wise to, uh, just a, he's a good wise guy on the show he's got good humor he's got
2: he got some mcdonald's thrown at him <laughs> <laughs> on a yeah, bicycle got,
1: <laughs> yeah there's a there's, there's he's a lot killer on the bass i know i thought about that earlier when you told me you could pick up the bass cause i thought man yeah yeah y'all
3: would have a good time here well uh sean bone was playing with uh cody rhythm at uh helena the um where I was just mentioning, the <laughs> Beepo, Brady's. Brady's, and Helena, they're, yeah. they're really the whole reason I got that gig. Really? Because I went in there, and they were already playing, and uh, Cody Rhythm let me get up there on stage, and I was playing with Sean Bunn, and they noticed me and said, hey, we want to we book you. Wow, that's so that's awesome. Like you were talking about connections. Yeah. Being on the music scene and getting out there, and even if you're not playing with them, just getting out there and supporting local musicians like yourself That'll spread your circle Mm -hmm. very far. And I'm not a huge bar scene guy. I don't go out to bars and just, you know, drink. or. Usually when I go out, it's to play music. And uh, I hate them this way. But when I get done with a gig, I kind of pack up my stuff and I just go home. But that's one thing. Like y'all were talking about regrets. In the past, not getting out enough. Not getting on those local musician Mm -hmm. scenes. I need to do that more.
1: I need to do that a lot more. There you have it. I believe it. I mean I mean if that's your will, I just I just never wanna see what this gift right here is is just go to go to nothing. And it could be just doing what you're doing right here. It could be just doing it at the pool or that place where you close your eyes and someone's playing and and just listening to you and loving it. Yeah. I hope that fulfills you forever because that's something he's very good at. Supposed to do and
3: I hope it fulfills me forever too. I don't think it'll ever stop i don't think it ever will i mean i have a I have a love for music and when you love something it's
1: hard to unlove something yeah
2: mm. that's yeah. pretty deep right there
1: yeah deep soul right there boy It is yeah. an old soul yeah well brother i love you i'm, I'm glad you're here tonight I love you, too, man. you did fine you told me you said he said look kenneth i can get up there and i can play for people and don't really think about it but i don't know how i'm gonna talk and i don't know <laughs> yeah that's,
3: that's one thing about me i could be in front of
1: three thousand four thousand Fifty thousand
3: people. If I have a guitar in my hands, I'm probably not going to get nervous just because I'm in my own world. Yeah. But if you gave me a piece of paper and said, "Hey, you got to make this speech. <laughs> you got to get up there and talk, make valid points." <laughs> None of us and, could uh, do that. Oh, <laughs> I,
2: I would. I would pee
3: on myself right there and there. But you did well.
2: You did great. Yeah. It, I mean, you. you're a natural behind the microphone. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, well, uh, this is my first time talking on a podcast. Well, I'm the one that never
1: talk. Well, well, you're welcome to come on when we're when it's just not focused. Well, how do we not focus on music when it's here? But when we have some game shows, we have all kinds of things, and you're always welcome here. You're, you know, we'll, we'll shoot you a text or you say, hey, hey, I want to come be on. I want to come talk. And then just I'll, hang out with oh, us. You do the talking, and I'll play the guitar. No, we can do that. Nope, Mm-mm. not. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> Y'all, it's been great. Yeah. Calvin, Tish, love y'all. Love y'all. And Jordan, we're, glad you're here. Yeah. Yeah. It was good to meet
3: y'all, and yeah. thank, thank y'all you for too. having me. Good night.
2: Night. Night.
0: green' McGree. Easter McGree. We got music, fun games, and a man with three last names. Easter green